Listener Production. His name is Aaron Finch. To see what this man did tonight <laughs> under intense pressure is the most courageous thing I've seen for a long time. Are we going to the hotel, sir? Courtyard. Hotel. Courtyard, is it? Courtyard marriage. How long is the trip, more or less? One hour. One hour? Oh. Okay. More? Okay. Thank you, sir. Ooh, as you just heard, another good hour to the hotel. Decent day of travel, this one. I just got a message on my phone when I landed that we are interviewing Maxi at 3pm, apparently, which will be fun. Have a chat with him about that amazing innings the other night. That's an hour and 45 minutes away. I'm not sure who it's for. I think it's for Fox, but it could be for Star as well. All will no doubt be revealed. Also don't know where Maxie's staying, so we'll see how this unfolds. But hopefully get to see Glenn and talk about that. Bloody unbelievable innings. That has been on every television, everywhere I have been around India for the last two days. So, mate, the courtyard is one hour to the Conrad, is it? Yes. And how far are we from the courtyard? One house, Oh, another hour. Mate, unfortunately, we need to go to the Conrad now. No. Yeah. So that's in the other direction? Yeah, okay. Well, this is not ideal, is it, boss? Oh. So... The team hotel is an hour in the opposite direction of the hotel we're halfway at. We've just been informed. <laughs> this is not ideal. This is not ideal. Hello. <laughs> Made it to the hotel. You know when you have those days? I've learned, especially in a country where you're a foreigner, and you don't speak the language, it is all on you. I don't speak Hindi, so I'm not in a position to get frustrated with anyone. Um, but as I got out of the car, when the fantastic driver got me to the right hotel after a reasonably lengthy trip, we're running out of time, we don't want to stuff Maxi around, he drove off, my bag was in the back, and he has taken another 45 minutes to track the driver down to get a bag back. Now I'm in the bathroom next to where we're going to be doing this interview. <laughs> the cameraman, they didn't let me to the hotel because there was some pretty efficient security. But we finally managed to get him in here. Um, if you ever see this interview anywhere on Fox with Maxie and I look even more untempted than normal, you can't know why. Hey, Tracking Tommy. Another 10 minutes. Another 10 minutes, okay. Have you met Maxie before? Yeah, yeah. He's a beauty, mate. Yeah, He'll yeah. be good to go. He will be the only part of his day that does go smoothly. Perfect, there we go. We're good to go, boys. Glenn, I appreciate your time. Have you had a chance to reflect on what happened the other night? Uh, it's a good question. I've had a good chance to reflect and, and understand, I suppose, the manage. 
courtyard, yeah? Uh, courtyard now. How long you think? One. One hour? Yeah. <laughs> Always one hour. Okay, thanks, mate. Thank you so much. Well, Glenn was fantastic. And that's just about the coolest part of the job. It was a tough day, to be fair. Relatively not, but just sort of wasn't tracking my way there for a while. But to sit there and chat two days after with an athlete that's achieved something quite extraordinary and just have a conversation on what it means to them and what it means to their family and what it means to their team, I think that's the coolest part of this job. Like, the commentary's fun, really fun, but getting to, hence the podcast, I guess, chatting, getting to chat with people that have done the extraordinary is a massive privilege and something I really enjoy and when you get to know these people when you see them succeed it's even better it's even better to see good people succeed so well done now we'll just uh, see how the peak hour goes oh golly whoa that was some day. That was some day. Back at the hotel now. Got through the traffic eventually. Maxie, what a star. He was the only thing that wasn't problematic today. <laughs> what a star he is. One game to go for me. We head off for Australia taking on Bangladesh in Pune, where I've never been before. And then the Aussies are off to the semi-final and I'll be heading Back to bow on heads. Peace and love. Match 43 of this magnificent ICC Men's World Cup. It is a day game from Pune. It is Australia taking on Bangladesh. Mitch Marsh has been patient for the last couple of overs. He's had enough of it. 20 rows back. Into the gap. 100 for Mitch Marsh. A fine knock. His second ton of this World Cup. Lofted down the ground. Boundary for Smith. Mitch Marsh sees Australia home. And they charge into the semi-final on Thursday against South Africa in very good form. It is Tuesday the 14th of November. It is about 3pm in the afternoon. Now, in theory, I'm meant to be back in Australia now, in Barwon Heads, probably going to cricket training. But I'm sure you can hear the traffic that I am in Barwon Heads. So I'm in Kolkata. A few days ago, when Australia was winding up their tournament, I received a phone call from the boss over here to say, would I like to stay and commentate on the semi-final? Would I like to stay and commentate on the semi-final? It was a great call to receive. Gave me a massive lift because there's not many bigger opportunities in cricket broadcasting than a World Cup semi-final here in India where Australia is playing South Africa. We started this whole journey and I was explaining my love of cricket and talking about the 1987 World Cup and listening on a crackly radio and was here at Eden Gardens. So to get the opportunity to call a match of this significance blew my mind. So I pumped about it, a tremendous privilege and I couldn't really believe it. Now the flip side of that, 
The semi-final is not till this upcoming Thursday, so it's another five days away. Now, I miss my wife, Erica, and my two kids back home tremendously. And when I'm away, as you all know, if you have young families, there's a lot to be done at home. So Erica has been, she is the strongest woman I know. She is the strongest woman I know. She's been getting the kids left, right, centre, running, netball, cricket, after school activities, jumping out of bed in the morning with a smile on her face, packing their beautiful lunches, making them dinner, emotionally supporting them, doing it all by herself for an extended period of time. So me working on the semi is another five days away. So I rang Erica, said, babe, there's an opportunity to call the semi-final. It's a pretty big opportunity. And her response, her response, and I don't want to get emotional here on the streets of Kolkata, my amazing wife's response was, babe, that's an unbelievable opportunity. I'm so proud of you. The kids and I will be fine. Go there, enjoy it, enjoy the experience, do your best, and we look forward to seeing you when you get home. Now that is a strong, independent, amazing woman. And that is a woman that you can marry if you're lucky enough. So a shout out to E. So, today is a bit of a free day. And we've talked on the pod about how it's a struggle for the cricketers to get out of the hotel, the Mitchell Stark experience, what it's actually like for the cricketers here being rock stars today. I'm taking one of those fellas. It's been in India 30 or 40 times, but has never wandered the streets of Kolkata. He's seen lots of hotels and cricket grounds and airports. His name is Aaron Finch. And I am excited to see what Finchy thinks of this amazing city, how he views it after seeing it outside the window of a bus or on the way to a cricket ground. And more importantly, how the locals react to seeing the great man Captain of Australia in white ball cricket, IPL star, just wandering amongst them, enjoying their city. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Right, expedition day. Heading around Kolkata, we're going through the market, but I'm with a man who spent a lot of time in India, but he probably hasn't experienced this before in the great man from Colac, Aaron Finch. Finch, you got the glasses on, you're incognito. You spent so much time here, but you don't get to do this normally. Not very often. It's, it's really interesting, actually, because when you're a player, you tend to just go hotel, airport, cricket ground on repeat day after day. So to now get out walking through this little market strip is pretty cool, but you just hear your name in the background every now and then. I've already heard it. Yeah. Flinch, flinch, flinch. Yeah, and then... Uh, we'll keep walking and see how we go. In a way, it's like you guys are trapped in your hotel, which is a great shame, because I, I know how much you like to get out and see things. It's an amazing country, and since retiring and being here during the IPL and, and now throughout the World Cup, you get to do a little bit more than what you do as a player. There's obviously no restrictions on training or anything like that, so uh, it's just pretty cool, isn't it? Right, let's go and get stuck in. Finchie takes on Kolkata. You better get one photo, but I don't have one. But you can't, otherwise. So, Finchie started his selfie journey. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Right, we better roll now, Guru. Right, mate, we're attempting to cross the street. Tell me the impression of crossing the road here in Kolkata. That's stressful. 
Uh, bus was coming around at pace. There's chaos. I think the key is the key is uh, just go with numbers, isn't it? As soon as one person <laughs> That's goes, right. you, oh, watch out for the bike on the motorbike. Almost use use them as as a guide. <laughs> it's an experience to say the least. You're a man that uh, likes a good buffet. I don't miss a meal. We, we're going to see a lot of food options. You face the quickest bowlers in the world. What's your curry's levels like? Just like this bloke looks like he's knocking out mango milkshakes. Apparently, yep. According to a lot of people around India, yep. The street food in Kolkata is as good as it gets. But hang on, yeah, oh, mate. What's a photo? But I don't. I'm not sure about the area or what the um, what the go-to is. So maybe I can put it out on my Instagram and see what people come back with. Well, if you put it out on Instagram that you're out here, the whole of India's going to arrive. Matty Hayden told me just eat whatever. Eat whatever. Eat with confidence. It's like taking a quick single. I've, you just call it and go. I've done that since the day I got here when I was a 17-year-old. Yep. And I've never, ever once been sick. Touch wood, obviously, but never once been crook in India with, with food. And I've taken on... Well, even last night, I took on the prawns. And Did you? That's a confident move. Well, we need the sea. The Bengal oh, Sea. Yeah, we are. No, I've got no, no issues with it. Can we have a picture? A lot of blokes want a picture. Yeah, I wish it was like this when I was 22 in, with, with, the, with the ladies. But. <laughs> no, you take, no, you're all right, mate. You take the photo. All together. Please come. Oh, okay. I'll jump in for you, brother. There you go, mate. Hello. Come, mate. Thanks, mate. Thank Can I take a selfie? How are you going to take a selfie? You're on a motorbike. Oh, no. Oh, you're going to run me foot over. I've never seen a bloke getting a selfie when he's riding his motorbike before. Here he comes. There he goes. Oh, he's pulled over. All right. He's the easy rider. Hang on, mate. There you go. Take your helmet off. Oh, you're looking good, mate. There you go. Cheers, brother. Thanks, mate. We're amidst a flower market would be the best way to describe it. There's dogs walking around. The competition to sell is pretty intense, to say the least. Oh, she's busy. Oh, she's busy. Um, oh, no, we've stood in the way. Slow the system. Oh, no. Oh, sorry, there's a bloke walking past with 20 kilos on his head. It's removed from the airport and the hotel, your normal role of existence here. Yep. It's, but this is brilliant. I love this. And it's a shame that in my 20 years coming here, this is my first time seeing it. Thanks, boss. Thank you. Thank you. Who's going to win the semi-final? Australia yes. or South Africa? Yes, yes. Australia? Australia. Who's going to win? Australia or South Africa? Australia. Australia. What about New Zealand, India? India. And what about Australia and India? India. No, man. French, what's the French toast? What's that? Okay. Chickpeas, toast, eggs. Egg toast. Egg toast. French toast. Okay. With some, with some lentil dal. Okay. Right, uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Thanks, mate. Sir, can I take a selfie with you? Quickly. Oh, Quickly. Hello, Mr. French. Sir. Oh, sir. Thank you, sir. Thanks, boss. I'm good, boss. How is the commentating now? Very good, thank you. Very good. Sir, one selfie. Oh, we're going to get to slow down now. Sir, one selfie. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, boss. Knuckles. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
Can you believe that you started in Colac and now hello, hello. every second hunter here knows your name in this cosmopolitan metropolis of madness, mate? It is pretty crazy. I mean, you never start out playing thinking where you're going to end up. I guess you're hopeful of... For me, I was hopeful of playing cricket for Geelong. <laughs> and then I was hopeful of playing cricket in the first 11 for Geelong. And then Victoria and Australia. And along the way, different opportunities come your way. And I mean, to get to... To have gotten to experience India so many times now, but this being one of my first... Well, my wife rightfully... Uh, reminded me before that we took a tuk-tuk tour around Kolkata one day, but that was years ago. Didn't get out, though. So now to just walk the streets and uh, see an amazing market back there, the flower market, which was... We didn't go too deep into it. The smell started to get a little bit much for both of us. But that's bloody special. And we haven't used maps. We haven't done anything since we left the hotel. We've just purely... You had a plan of you wanted to get to Howrah Bridge, where we are at the moment, and, we got there. and here we are. So, I mean, you see some really cool shit along the way, which yeah. is the, the best part, I reckon, that you, you don't know what you're going to see, and you just have got a destination, and whatever happens in between is, is bloody fun. The traffic, I, I get a bit stressed occasionally going to the footy when I hit the West Gate and it's a jam. Um, next level here, you, back there you were describing the approach to driving here that you've noticed. Well, it's organised chaos. I mean, if as, as a passenger, you're stressed that every two seconds you're about to hit someone or someone's about to hit you because everyone is driving erratically. But if everyone's driving erratically, it becomes predictable. So it's unpredictable predictability. So I think that I still, in my best part of 20 years and 35th or 36th trip to India, still haven't seen a crash. Touch wood. Yeah, yeah, I okay. want to click with Darren Finch. Okay. Thank hey, you, mate. You want to click with Aaron Fish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you just come with me two minutes? No, no. Okay. Do you want me to take a photo for you? Get run over there, boss. Yes, sir. I've been, I've been, I've been. Jump in, mate. Thank you, sir. Just for everyone. Just for everyone listening there. That's just how we requesting a selfie. Oh, the king. He's the king of Calcutta, this boy. So, you're telling me Mr. Mick Jagger is arriving at the restaurant? After 10 minutes. Right. So, thank you. Well, if he's got any spare time and he wants to have a beer, we're more than happy, Crystal, Aaron, to have a beer with Mr. Jagger. I can find the time. (laughs) I can find the time too. (laughs) I'll pass on the message. We're having dinner. It's late in Kolkata. And there's a story going around via David Warner that Mick Jagger is coming to the hotel where to have dinner. Now, I reckon he comes in the front entrance. Aaron Finch is beside me. you got different ideas. There is absolutely no chance that Mick Jagger walks in the front door of a hotel anywhere, let alone here, into a Thai restaurant, that there will be a side, a back, a sneaky entrance. I guarantee you Mick Jagger walks in through the front entrance. Howie, I will bet you the revenue of this podcast. Oh, now it's getting serious. Hang I'll on. Be, I'll bet you the revenue of this podcast that he doesn't walk through the front door. Right. So, uh, how did he get here? Because we didn't see him walk past. From that point, 
No, really? He walked past it? Did he walk past he it? Did not. He, he did not. Yes, I'm so yes, sorry. Yes, and we didn't see him. Oh, Kanar, you should have told us. He's just sitting in front of the bantai. Oh, no, I can't go and disturb him. What's up? He's just telling him, we'll come and say hi. It's up to you, Fiji. You're the captain of Australia. He loves cricket. Oh, yeah. I'm not taking you with me. <laughs> you don't have to. I'll be happy you just came out and I just hung out with Mick Jagger. In what can only be described as extraordinary scenes, Finchie has been dispatched, due to the fact he's a very well-known cricketer, to enter the Thai restaurant, see if he can just casually catch Mick Jagger's eye <laughs> and start off a conversation in one of the more courageous things I've ever seen. Well, when I started this travel diary, I said all sorts of things can happen in India. Finchie, before we get to what happened, just sort of sum up the Warner Jagger dinner scenario that unplayed in front of us a couple of hours ago. Well, I got a text from Davey Warner saying, Mick Jagger's coming to your hotel for dinner. You love, uh, he loves the Thai restaurant there. Um, and I thought he was joking. <laughs> As did I. And then to see Mick Jagger just stroll through and sit down at the restaurant, which we were sitting out the front of, uh, was pretty surreal. Very. As one of the greats. And then... I was very reluctant. I was a reluctant asker for a photo or an introduction. Lucky I'd had a beer, to be honest. Well, you, you had a couple, as we all had, but all of a sudden, mid-sip, you just put your drink down and you said, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and then you, you wandered off and booked us a table in the restaurant. Yeah, it was the only way to go about it. It was, it was the, the less... Well, I guess the least intrusive as you could be. And the funny part was, when I walked in, Mick was just sitting at the end of the table by himself. And... Mick. We're mates now, so it's just Mick. <laughs> and that was quite surreal. And then it was sitting with some people that we, that we knew from the BBC, so it was an easier introdu- introduction because it was saying hi to them. Oh, you just, Mick Jagger just happens to be here. So I uh, introduced myself... You were very kind to take a photo, and yeah, that was it. But off the back of a day where I had taken two and a half thousand selfies for you, to see you have that many selfies that day and the evening come to a close and say, right, Howie, I'm going to go and get a photo, <laughs> and you, it was good by you. Well, yeah, it just got to the point where I'm like, you know what, I'll never do anything like this, I'm going to do it right now. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was a good night, and, and thank you for pushing me in that direction. Mate, it was a great night. It was the night that we can talk about forever. Um, you and me just hanging. Just wait for it to come out on social media. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just putting it in the, putting it in the bank for now. <laughs> good on you, mate. So when this whole World Cup diary journey started, I think I said right at the very start that this is a country that is unpredictable, and you never know what is going to happen. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I think you can probably hear I was close to being broken. <laughs> Getting to Maxi. But then to see the delight on Finchie's face as he got to see Kolkata and the real India was one of the highlights of my trip. I think I took two and a half thousand selfies for him in two and a half hours. But then the bizarreness of India to 
meet Mick Jagger on the back of Finchie's enormous courage to go in there, balls out, and secure an introduction <laughs> that will live with me for a long, long time. A long, long time. <laughs> Mick Jagger in Kolkata. Who would have thought? I hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll keep rolling. There's one episode to come. As I said, I thought I'd be back in Bowen Heads now, but that's not the case. Unpredictable. It's an unpredictable place, but it's a wonderful life. Hope you're all having a great day. One more episode to come. Episode eight. (laughs) Who knows what will happen. Thanks again for tuning in. Peace and love.